the BTSE 365 podcast. They shall hunger no more, neither shall they thirst anymore. Preach, preacher. For God shall wipe away yes, sir. every tear from their eyes. Yes, sir. Get ready for the revolution. What you say? Appreciate you tuning in, wherever you tuning in, however you tuning in. Y'all probably like, this nigga that play Kirk Franklin. You never know what you might hear. You you never know what you might hear on this job. I just had to, I just had to pay pay respect. That's all. That's all. I, I came to the realization over the weekend, right, like, that, that, that Kirk Franklin slick. Created a whole genre of gospel music. And my ignorant self, or not even ignorant, just unknowing. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he really did that. Because I was thinking, like, Kirk Franklin ain't no singer. But I think he a writer. And he a producer, if I'm not mistaken. And I was like, man, DJ Khaled and him do the same shit. So, I'm, you know, I'm, I was like, Khaled. Basically stole Kurt Franklin swag. Like he, 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 I ain't gonna say stole. He copied it and put it in hip hop. But songs like that right there had you turned up on a Sunday. I'm just saying. The, you hear that beat? Oh, he rapping. Now. Hold on. Huh? This ninety, this ninety eight, y'all. So just, just understand it. It wasn't last year when this song came out. 96, 98, something like that. You had to be there. Kirk Franklin was the first nigga on the scene acting like this. That little motherfucker get up there dancing. He turned up. He turned up. He turned up. So, yeah, I just, I was like, this, this little nigga be turned up, man. Anywho, anywho. I mean, we talking about gospel music, Kirk Franklin. Talking about church, you know, the Grizzlies probably needed a blessing or needed to be blessed after losing. Uh, Shit in game six, cause uh, you know, I don't know. I ain't a Grizz fan, like you know, like that. I'm a Grizz supporter. It's a difference. I I, I support the team. I I want to see them win, unless they play them a Trailblazer. Then it's like ah, but I want to see them win. You know what I'm saying? I I, I would like to see them win. I'd like to see them succeed. When they had an opportunity to, and they missed the opportunity this year, with all the other shit going on, all the dumb shit was going on. They missed the opportunity this year. This was a year where they missed an opportunity to actually take that leap. Now I know, I know, a lot of people say, "Well, Aquaman was hurt, and Brandon Clark was hurt, and Jai was dealing with a hand injury. He dropped forty-five coming back off." Missing the game. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but all the other dumb shit, Dylan Brooks poking bears and telling folks you ain't shit until you drop 40 on me. 
This nigga old. He can't go left. You're doing all this talking and not enough competing and playing on the floor. Not enough listening and growing and, and understanding the moment. Like, the NBA already don't want you there. You know what I'm saying? Like, they keep it a buck now. They already slick don't want them there. But if you there and you playing the Lakers and LeBron James, like, bro, you don't want to add to what's already, you know what I'm saying, like the elephant in the room. Like, you don't want to add the pressure on top of all the other bullshit you got going on. And your coach ain't that good of a coach in the playoffs when it matter the most. He showed himself to be regular and let it again. Now, last year, you know, hey, they played against uh this damn computer. They played against the uh degrees. I said degrees. The Timberwolves, and they came up. You know what I'm saying? On out on the the good side of it, on the winning side. But then when they played the Warriors, Jai went down. It's the Warriors. They won the championship too. So now you got the Lakers. You're the better seed, better team, even though you're missing a couple of key players. Sixth man, seventh man, starting center. I get it. But your coach ain't make no adjustments, dog. Like, hold on. Your, your, your coach ain't make no adjustments, dog. I need, you, I, I need you to see. The coach ain't make no adjustments, man. Taylor Jenkins made as many adjustments. I, don't, I make more adjustments in 2K than he did in the playoff series. Like, I don't just keep it funky. I make more adjustments on the fly in 2K. Then he did in his playoff series. And it's a shame. It's a shame. It really is. He 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 had some some players he could have played a little more. If you listen to me, if you follow me on IG or Twitter, BTSE underscore 365, shameless plug. Um, do you know how I feel about why he wasn't playing Kenny Lofton? Then he gave the man 10 minutes. And he, he came out hooping, but it was at the end of the game. You down 40 points. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to keep you got to keep your players engaged, in tune, in sync. You're the head coach. You got to galvanize these guys. I be hearing all this, well, Jai Young and this, that, and the third. I don't like making excuses for them. The injuries are cool, but, bruh, if you watch this series, Anthony Davis only showed up in two games. Two. The last one and the third one, I think. I could be mistaken. But the last one in game three. Yeah. So, or was it game one? Can't remember. It was he ain't show up but it in two. Now, LeBron was LeBron. He was, you know, 20, 25, 17. He had a 20 rebound game in game four. It was in game five. He had a 20-rebound game. I mean, game four. 20 rebounds. 20. But Kenny Lofton, you know, wouldn't have made it. He, he couldn't have got no rebounds for you. I ain't saying Kenny Lofton was going to go out here and score 25 and 15 every night. But I was saying he could have got you 12 to 15 on a regular basis, 7 to 10 rebounds if you give him the minutes. But you want to bullshit with Al Dahmer and – 
Motherfucking Roddy Rich out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to deal with them. You want Dylan Brooks shooting all these damn bricks, three for 15, three for 16, five for 20. Like, bruh, you ain't whatever you, you know what I'm saying? Whatever he think he is as a player on the floor. And this coming from a, you know, from I know, folks, all your podcaster, he don't know this, he don't know that. Bruh, I've been, I've been watching the game for a long time, high school, college, and pro. Been close to the game for a long time. Some players think they it. I mean, at every level. You know, it's high school players who ain't never playing pro, but they were really good in high school, right? And there's some players who thought they was really good in high school, but they really weren't, but they thought they were. It's just like college and the pros. You got everybody at every level. It's going to be some guys that really are that. It's gonna be some guys who might be on the team and think they all that, but they not. They but they on the team though. They on the team. They they good enough to be there, but they think they supposed to be there, but they there. If you watching, you see my hands just you. You kind of feel it. If you listening, you probably felt. <laughs> you probably felt that, but. That's who Dylan Brooks is. His second-round pick out of Oregon. He ain't no sharpshooter. He's an okay defender. He, uh, he's supposed, supposedly, he's allegedly supposed to be a 3-and-D type player. Maybe he is in the month of uh, January. But in, in April, not even May because they ain't make it to May, but in April – he ain't dead. He a free agent now. Uh, either he going to sign back with the Grizzlies for the cheap or somebody will be foolish enough to give him $40 million. I don't know what the number is he's looking for. Like, I don't know if he's looking for 50 40 30 At this point, he's going to get a one-year $8 million deal somewhere and have to take it. On a prove it contract type shit, like for real. I mean, but hey, that's eight million dollars that he got instead of zero. So hey, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna talk about somebody who actually won now. Uh, Jimmy Butler. Uh, you know he dropped like what fifty six. I want to say, clinch game. What was it? Five, game six. No, it's game five in Milwaukee. He been cutting up, bro. Like, you got niggas who call themselves playoff something, playoff P. No disrespect to Paul George, but you got to be playing in the playoffs to have that resume. Before his leg injury, now when he went up against Braun when he was young, oh, playoff P was a real thing. But, you know, after he hurt his knee, he ain't been playoff P in a while, you know. He ain't been to the playoffs doing things that you would, you know, be remembered by in a good way. I saw Dame hit that shot over him that sent OKC home a few years ago. And he got way bye-bye to it. And at the end, he was like, that's a bad shot. I mean, it is a bad shot if you somebody not Dame, Damian Lillard or Steph Curry, who I'm going to get to in a minute. But, yeah, that's neither here nor there, I guess. People would say, uh, 
Paul George caught a stray. <laughs> Paul George caught a stray, man. My bad, PG. My bad. But now, um, man, I'm looking at Jimmy Butler's playoff resume, and it makes sense. I mean, he said it. He even said it a couple of times. He don't like playing in the All Star game. Like he'll probably play five minutes, but he ain't trying to play. Cause what do you say? You ain't got to go out there and guard James Harden. I do. So I want to be ready in the playoffs. Cause I just saw James Harden tonight in Boston. Drop 45, hit a game. Well, it wasn't a game winner, quote unquote, but it was a game shifter. He put him up two with under eight seconds left, I believe. And they had the nerve to disrespect James Harden by putting Al Horford on him. Al Horford switched on him. So what the fuck is Al Horford doing switching on James Harden? That's an MVP. That's an all-star. One of the best guards in his era, and you gonna put he's top seventy five. You gonna put old ass Al Horford? <laughs> old ass Al, hold on, y'all gonna put old ass Al on James Harden? Old ass Al Horford. Man, look, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Y'all do know he played on the national championship games at the University of Florida. With Joe Kim Noah, right? I don't remember what year that was, but it was a while ago. The fuck is he guarding James Harden for in the critical moment? You got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart and motherfucking uh, White, Derek White. Hell, even Robert Williams. You going to put Al Horford on him? Who, uh, who the coach? Joe Missoula? Bad coaching. You don't switch. That, that's the shit that they be talking about. Why everybody want to switch? Why would you switch that? Why? Like, why would you switch that? Al Horford got long arms. I don't give a fuck. Al Horford is 39. And James Harden is still a killer on the basketball court when he want to be. And y'all got him fucked up. That's what just happened. Disrespecting that nigga like that, man. What's wrong with y'all? They must want to fail. Like Giannis said, didn't happen to them. Giannis said they didn't fail uh, because when you're trying to get a promotion to your job, and you don't get it, is that, does that make you a failure? See, I hate when people do stuff like that because he's trying to flip it and make it something that it ain't. Yeah, he's trying to flip it. In sports, everybody's goal is to get to the championship, win a championship, right? So if you don't get it, it's a failure. That don't make you personally a failure. You got generational wealth. You got this. You got that. You got your name on the stock market. I didn't seen it. I was peeping it out. So no, Giannis Antetokounmpo. If I hope I said it right, the person isn't a failure. Um, Budenholzer as a coach, Budenholzer as a person isn't a failure. As a coach this year, he a failure. Any team that don't win a championship, they get especially that has championship aspirations. If they don't win it, it's a failure on trying to get to that goal or achieve that goal. So don't act like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, if I'm trying to get a raise and I don't get it, that's a failure. That don't make me a failure. It just make 
the task at hand was not achieved. It failed. Mission failed. Don't be trying to say all that other little slick shit, trying to get people on your side. Job's not done. Job's not done. So you got to get the job done. You did, This year you was a failure. When Michael Jordan, he, I think he said, so Mike won six out of 15. Does that make him a failure? That mean they failed. Yes. <laughs> Nigga. Yeah, you're going to use Michael Jordan's name like that invokes something. Yes, motherfucker. The mother times, he failed. He'll tell you that. So what? It The word is the word and the term is the term and it is what it is. You, you failed. I don't know what, what's so difficult about you admitting it. And then you failed. You failed. You failed. You're going to keep falling. You, you got to fall forward. You're going to fail. Do better. Fail better. Wise man once said that. Fail better. Like, shit, you going to fall? Whatever. Fuck it. Learn from it. Next year you come back, you might win that bitch. So? You didn't fail next <laughs> Woo, you fuck, boy. Anywho, talk about somebody who looking who didn't fail. This year. Who understood the assignment. Understanding the assignment. Wardell Stephen Curry Jr. He put up a 50-piece against the Kings in Game 7 to close that out. Folks want to talk about whether he had uh, 38 shots. I don't care. So? (laughs) And... He had 38 shots, and cool. That's what he's supposed to do. <laughs> shoot a shoot, man. Yeah, that's what he's supposed to do. Hell, shoot the goddamn ball, boy. Oh, but they ain't paying him not to shoot. Shoot that bitch. You changed the game. I know it's a lot of a lot of slight to do, a lot of slight to Steph Curry. Um, I've been one to give him a little flack, and – Doing what he did over the weekend is is why you leave that man alone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he he willed the team to victory. Him and Clay showed up. Young Bulls, all that talk you hear, because I, I hate listening to rumors and talking. It could be this, and young folk, they mad about the playing time, and Poole and Draymond, and What's this and what's that? Draymond got his podcast. He want to go talk after they win. All that bullshit, right? Because everybody know Poole and Draymond ain't going to be cool. Like I seen the video of Poole walking off and Draymond trying to shake his hand. And he kind of like, uh, bro, it is what it is. If you ain't caught your fade by now, fuck that bullshit. You got fired on, my nigga, and then the world saw it. world saw you got folded up. World know you ain't do nothing back. That's just what it is. It's a fact. So don't try to be hard or mad at a nigga now. I ain't trying to do well, Let me not say don't try to be. I'm just going to say if you, <laughs> you should have had that energy back then. You mad at yourself, really. That's this just really what it is. You mad at yourself. You mad because you got folded and you ain't expect to get folded. You wasn't ready, and you never got your lick back. Might have tried. I don't know if he didn't try or not, but 
I know he didn't get it back because if he got his lick back, he wouldn't be that mad. You know what I'm saying? He wouldn't be brushing him off like that. He got it back. But he didn't get his lick back. I know he didn't get his lick back. So you got to get your lick back, but it's a little too late for that. It's almost been a year, my nigga. Hey, it what it is. If you ain't snuck him by now, let it go. Let it go. But Chef Curry sets up the matchup with the Lakers. LeBron. This time, I don't know. It's a little, it's, I'd like to say it's a little more evenly matched. AD is a problem, but now that you got legitimate post players, legitimate rebounders like Kavon Looney, Kavon Looney had like 26 rebounds, I think. Kavon Looney for the Warriors, people want to talk about playoff P and playoff Jimmy and playoff Steph or whatever, playoff Braun. This nigga Kavon Looney is a rebounding machine in the playoffs. Look up his numbers in the playoffs. Last year, all, all the years they win a championship and Kavon Looney's been on the roster, look at his rebounding numbers. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Last year, crazy work when it comes to the rebounds crazy work so i don't know all that dominate like yeah ad gonna get some blocks because kevon looney ain't no you know athletic big he gonna get his dunk here and there and offensive board defensive boards but he ain't like no offensive juggernaut but he ain't no hoe when it comes to getting rebounds it ain't gonna be that easy so i'm i'm curious about this matchup with who the NBA really want to win? Cause it's all entertainment, right? Who they want to win? Do they do they want step to get them a fifth one? Cause they already talking Magic Johnson right now with four. So if you get a fifth one, is he better? Five rings, same team, California, a franchise that was needing revival. Wasn't really, you know what I'm saying, hitting on nothing. So I don't know, man. Wardell might be the, the, the one they want, or do they want King James to reemerge, prove that the bubble wasn't an accident? The NBA got some questions to answer. The NBA got some questions to answer. Who they want to be number one? I know who 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 I'd like to go with. I'm going with the Warriors in the series. You know what I'm saying? I I just think that's I think that's the play. I think that's the play. I think that's the, the as they say, that's the script. Just like the NFL, that's the script, bro. That's the script. And now I'm finna uh follow my script. <laughs> Time for a little break, man. The number one cleaning service in the land, you hear me?
So look, check this out, man. Check this out. 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 So the NFL draft was this weekend, right? Now the draft is huge. It's huge, man. I, it's huge. It's just huge. I remember when it was in Nashville a few years ago, bro. It was crazy, crazy. I was on when on first take. I was at the first take, first take, uh, show. Got to be part of the intro video and everything. Me and my boy Cal, shout out to Steel. Um, man, I met the Burn One podcast that day. Uh, met my boy them Demo them, the uh, John Chris. You know what I'm saying whole little crew, and uh, it was just wild. You know what I'm saying? It's a great moment. I went to the draft in Dallas the year before. That was the year Lamar Jackson got got drafted by the Ravens. Shout out to Lamar. I'm going to get to that in a second, but shout out to Lamar. Shout out to Lamar. Y'all know I'm not going to forget that. I'm not going to forget that. But draft weekend is just great. A lot of players got drafted and lives changed. You know, Bryce Young, number one. About a month or so ago, it was C.J. Stroud who was supposed to be number one, but we're going to get to that in a second, too. Anthony Richardson, number four. Indianapolis Colts. Big pick. A lot of speculation around who was going where. Would Will Levis be a top-ten pick? I know the money slid over to him being – like, number one, like, second or third. Huh? Woo. It's crazy, right? Will Anderson went number three. So then, now you go looking around, like, hold on. Well, Bryce Young went one. C.J. Stroud went two to the Texans. The Texans trade up with the Cardinals. And they get Will Anderson at three. Then the Colts go and get Anthony Richardson at four. So now it's like, who's going to be the next QB taken? Well, and where is Will Levis going? I don't know. The story turned into Will Levis. All these other great players who got drafted. A lot of great players got drafted over the weekend, first round, second round. Third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ain't no eight. I'm just, I'm just saying. And the talk was Will Levis slid. And then the Titans went up and got him with the 33rd pick. Now, I'm of the mindset that Malik Willis, right? Because here's the here's the talk in Nashville. If you're listening to me, just know. This this is what the talk is amongst Titans fans, right? Malik Willis ain't shit. Will Levis ain't shit. That's that's the talk. Ain't neither one of them anything. Ain't neither one of them anything. Levis throw too many picks. He ain't good. Malik Willis look like he ain't know what the fuck he was doing. That's what they saying. Now, my argument is Malik Willis got put in a terrible-ass situation. His offensive coordinator was incompetent, and he got fired. Mike Vrabel isn't an offensive guy. You had to bring in a new OC. 
Don't know who that OC is, but they had to bring in a new OC. I'm not a Titans fan. I don't keep up with the Titans like that, but I talk Titans talk because I know a lot of Titans fans, and I know they – we talk about these types of things off air. But <sighs> Malik Willis we knew was a project. They said that off the muscle. But in order for the project to work, you got to nurture it. You got to want that project to succeed. And if you don't believe in the project that is Malik Willis, well, guess what? You give him a chance to compete, and if it don't work out, trade him. Trade him. You got a new GM. That GM just selected his quarterback. You got a, you got a head coach who, hey, your record's been good because you got a great, got a great, great running back, a defense that holds solid half the time, over half the time, and a quarterback who does just enough. They missed the playoffs this year. Quarterback was in and out of the lineup. Running back was in and out of the lineup. Offensive line banged up. They drafted one number 10. That was their first pick. Smart pick. Then they drafted a wide receiver out of, out of UT Martin. Go Skyhawks. Colton Dowell, I think that's his name. Straight out of Lebanon, Tennessee. That boy going to be good. He going to make the team. He going he to he make the roster. He going to make the roster. I, I, I really feel like he will. But this Malik Willis thing, if anybody listening that know Malik Willis or know his cousin or his mama, his daddy them, his uncle, his grandmama them, granddaddy, his cousin, or somebody he used to work with in college, his old roommates, his old sweet mates, classmates. If you listening, let them know Big and everybody. In, Big is like is saying this. I hope he working on everything that he needs to get refined. Whatever that might be, whatever him and his quarterback coach talking about, anybody, his his, his sports therapist, whatever it might be, work on it. Get right so they can make this dude right here, Will Levis, be a be an afterthought. You're going to make them regret drafting him because it's going to be so evident that you're that much better than him that everybody in the, in the, in the, the training room, the front office, the coaching staff, your other teammates, they all going to say, He's just better than Will. You know, he, he's light years ahead of him. You know, a lot of people might say, well, he just, they're going to start saying, well, he got a year on him. Well, hey, they want the kid to succeed, don't they? We're going to see. Put pressure on him. It's a business. It's a competition. Make them have to get rid of him. Some folks will say, well, they drafted him with the second-round pick. Give a fuck. It's a second-round pick. Contract not guaranteed. Josh Rosen was the number two pick overall, and he ain't never stuck on the team. You'd have thought he was the last pick of the draft. Motherfucker can't stay nowhere. So don't talk to me about a second-round pick. That motherfucker gets shopped around like a mug. And where all it toss that motherfucker around like a like a motherfucking volleyball. You take him. No, you take him. No, you take him. No, you take him. No, I, I insist. So, that's all I'm saying. Malik Willis, do your move. Do your move. Put pressure on that boy so they have to get rid of him.
Man, let me hear my yak. Hold on. But yeah, yeah, that's 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 how I feel about that. Now it's it's some other draft stuff that went on, but hold on. Man, that's good H two O. It's some other draft stuff, the HBCU talk. You know what they're gonna say. Big, you didn't go to HBCU, stay out of HBCU business. HBCU business keep popping up on my timeline, so I'm gonna talk about it. Uh, they talking about who was drafted, who wasn't drafted. I think Aubrey Miller from Jackson State should have been drafted. I'm glad the other gentleman, Isaiah Bolden is his name. I'm glad he got drafted. Um, I saw Prime said he was disgusted or ashamed. I think the word was ashamed for Prime. I think uh, that's that's cool for him to say. But if his black ass would have stayed at JSU and kept his sons there, then that narrative would have definitely been changed after next season. Because I'm sure both of them would be drafted. And you could have said, well, they got drafted. But that's probably why you took them out of Jackson State anyway. So Shadur can have a chance to compete for the Heisman and make sure, hey, well, he did play in the Big 12 or Pac-12, excuse me. Same thing with, with his other son, Shiloh. I, I forgot his name for a second. Who just graduated from Jackson State. Saw that over the weekend, and he's going to be playing football in Colorado for his last year of eligibility. So, you know, I feel what he's saying, but, hey, come on, Brian. <laughs> come on, bruh. And some of those guys should have been drafted. Hell, I thought they were, but. If you're not going to be, I said this before, if you're not going to be a top one or two draft, you know, one or two round, maybe even three, once you get four, five, six, seven, hey, you quicker to get cut than a top one through third round. I fucked that up almost. First through third, yeah, there we go. That's better grammar, right? <laughs> um, So... Yeah, I, I just saying. Or you can sign these undrafted contracts where at least you know you're going to get some money. You're at least going to get some money, and you're going to get some money for show, and you're going to get a chance to compete. Because that's all you want, right? If we, if we ain't talking about the pomp and circumstance, if we ain't talking about having a room full of people and everybody hear your name called and it's, ah, not many motherfuckers get drafted in the fourth, fifth round, name got called, and they ain't never play a real down of football, six, seven round, and they ain't never play a real down of football. Just told you about a motherfucker who got drafted second overall and barely touched the football field. Only when another motherfucker get hurt. So, get paid, bro. Go get your check. And and I understand the 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 optics of it and the NFL talk all this stuff about initiatives and doing this and doing that and helping blacks and minorities. Oh, bro, it's a privately owned company. They're gonna do what the they wanna do. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna do what the fuck they wanna do. 
when we gonna understand that? Shit, hell. Until we quit feeding into the ratings and shit, then this is what they do. Simple as that, bro. Like, you can get on Twitter and complain all you want, but if you keep watching that shit, then what? If I keep watching that shit, then what? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Anywho, continue with the NFL. Lamar Jackson got his bag, 185 million guaranteed, 255 million overall. Uh, him and his mama. Shout out to him and his mama, man. Shout out to him and his mama for getting this shit done. Uh, all the talk, all the hate, all the all of this, all of that, all the rah rah rah. Yeah, it's over with. It's over with. Y'all did all that. I hope you're happy. I hope you got something out of it. Hope it makes you feel good. But it's over now. All that, he need an agent. Should have had an agent. Could have had an agent. Need to have an agent. Wish he had an agent. I could be his agent. Like, shit over with. He bet on himself. He rolled the dice. And he came out on top. They got him Odell Beckham. They drafted him another receiver. They got him another tight end, I believe. And they might still try to trade for DeAndre Hopkins. I don't know how that could look, but. You never know. It ain't been, It ain't happened yet. The Cardinals might be trying to keep him. I don't know what they're doing. But, hey, he's staying after all of that. That wasn't so hard, Baltimore. That wasn't so hard. That, that, it, it couldn't have been that hard. It couldn't have been that hard. But they say when the Jalen Hurts deal got done, that's when it was like, okay, if he got that, and I know he went to the Super Bowl, but if he got that, I need a little more than that, just because I got the MVP. Just a little more than that. And they finally said yes. So, you know, kudos to them. Glad they were able to get that done. Um, it it needed to get done. And uh, yeah, I'm 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 excited. I'm excited. I'm happy for them. Couldn't happen to a better player. On the field, he doing things off the field. You never hear about him getting into no dumb shit. So, you know, shout out to that. <laughs> shout out to that. That's all I got for y'all today, man. Uh, y'all be easy. Oh, shout out to She Got Game Six One Five Championship Weekend, May twenty first. Valor Collegiate Prep. Be there, four p.m. Big foes. See who the winner of season four gonna be. Week after that, we in Denver, Colorado, Memorial Day weekend. Pull up on us. I'm going to have a venue for you. She got game, Denver, inaugural season. Big on the mic. So if you're listening to me and you're in the Denver, Colorado area, hey, man, somebody hook me up. Tell me how I can get a hold of Coach Prime, man. I'm trying to get an interview. I'm trying to get an interview, man. I know I, I, I just need six to seven minutes of Coach Prime's time. Can we call about a six? Seven minutes. Somebody, anybody, get this message to him. Tell him Big trying to do an interview, man, the BTSC 365 podcast. Just tell him, hey, we can pull up wherever. We can pull up to the to the field. We can do whatever, wherever, whenever. You know what I'm saying? Whenever, wherever, whenever, whoever, whenever, however. Shout out to Dobie. Uh, but, yeah, 
Memorial Day weekend. We in the city. I'm going to tell you where we're going to be. Pull up. Enjoy. Great semi-pro women's football. I said football. Basketball. I'm talking about football because Saturday is STEM, uh, STEM Academy in Nashville. Music City Misfits. Pull up. Doors open at 5.30. Gate open at 5.30. Kickoff at 7 p.m. Great women's tackle football league here in Nashville. The Music City Misfits. You don't want to miss it. I'll be on the mic. I'm your PA announcer for the game. We have a great Saturday, a great weekend of football. Bring your kids, food, fun, music. It's a, it's a, it's a whole vibe. It's a whole vibe. So, yeah, y'all be easy. What are we getting out of here with today? Huh. We're going to do this. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do this. Eddie Valero. The Until They Feel Me 3 tour is coming to Nashville May 23rd. Y'all be ready now. Arguing with my Glock, this bitch by Polar, it keeps switching on me. Pointers in my Cuban choker, poke out like they snitching on me. But show up my big blood, just drop some peas on my little cribbing homie. Hey, who knocked the cup over? Diamond sweet tea like lifting on me. Yeah, I got my weapon on me. Holes the size of pepperonis. Pay the way she rests and nurse it. Pull up with that medicine on them. My loons just want to mask up like they ain't trying to catch corona. It must be the next one up. He done got a legend on him. Let right where you at, just talk to Benji, you heard them faces smoke. Way before Montclair, I yeah. had that chopstick yeah. in the Mason coat. Clean it with nobody in it. Bitch, that mean my patience low. Hold and ate my dick for days. Text me like, let's take it slow. Really got that cat for high speed chases, not for racing over. Before they even asked the question, heard you had a statement wrote. Came up off a of vacuum seal, blaming on the bacon soda. Rather move it wholesale, break it down to make a quote. Niggas ain't done nothing to me. Really just be clout claiming. Old Pearl Black Forces banging, shyster with the strap hanging. Still down to bust a move. Guess I ain't that famous. Really with the shit, but play it cool. That right, I'm that dangerous. Let this shit sink through your melon. Hold up, let me set the scene. Outside look like purple rain. Inside look like nectarines. Dressed the blicky, going to prom. Button the back, connect the beam. Heavy sense of youngster.